Hello, hello, everyone. How are you doing? Happy Sunday. Welcome to episode number 42. We're getting up there. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Karen Messina. I'm a coach who has the honor of coaching survivors of domestic abuse and survivors in general. I am a survivor myself. I always like to say that so that you feel as though you know I understand where you are coming from. And that brings me to our topic today. Today we're going to talk about trauma bonding. I may have talked about this in previous podcasts, but I feel like today is an important time to talk about it. So I've looked up a lot of different definitions of it, and there was someone named Sarah who um, posted it on her page, and I'm not sure if this is her words or if she just pulled things in from others, but she said, feeling stuck in the relationship but trying to keep going anyway, hoping and waiting for the promises they make, remembering and focusing on the good times, the honeymoon phase. You think that one day something might change. You feel your life future is over if you left. You defend them when the, when other people criticize the relationship. So does that sound familiar to any of you? And I also found some other definitions or descriptions, I should say, of trauma bonding. There's a consistent pattern of non-performance, yet you continue to believe promises to the contrary right? How many of us have done that? Others seem disturbed by something that has happened to you or was said to you and you are not. That's a big one. I'm going to say that one again. Others seem disturbed by something that has happened to you or was said to you and you are not. You feel stuck because the other person keeps doing destructive things, but you believe there is nothing you can do about it. You try to change the person into becoming less destructive and by trying to get them to stop an addiction or become a non-abuser. That was kind of me, you know, thinking I can change them. You keep having repetitive damaging fights with this person that nobody wins. You seem unable to detach from someone even though you can trust them or really don't even like them. When you try to leave this person, you find yourself missing them to the point of longing that it is so awful that you believe it is going to destroy you. Now, that's the biggest one that I find that people miss the person. And I talked about this in um, grieving the ending of a relationship or an abusive relationship. And um, that also fell in line with just grieving the loss. So typically you feel stuck and powerless in the relationship, but you try to make the best of it, right? You just, people who are optimistic like me, (laughs) you try to make the best of every situation. And that's when other people can see and they say, why do you stay? I don't understand why you put up with this. I had people saying that to me and I didn't know how to process it back then. I just was making excuses all the time. Deep down, there are moments you don't even know if you like or trust the other person, but you just can't leave for some reason. The relationship is intense and complex, and it involves a promise. Like, 
I promise things will get better. I promise when I get a job, things will be different. I promise I'll marry you one day. You know they are sometimes abusive, but you focus on the good in them. And I talked about this before too. The the 1% you magnify, but the 95% you ignore. You think you can change them and that's never going to happen. Your friends and family have said stuff to you, but you just keep ignoring them. You find yourself defending the relationship. So you've tried to leave, but you physically can't, you feel ill or you don't feel good about yourself or worse yet, you feel like you're going to die if it, if it ends. And that feeling like you're going to die is that primitive part of your brain telling you that if you don't do this, you're going to die. Your, your body is trying to keep you safe. Your emotions are trying to keep you safe. So those are the thoughts that come in. So for all of you out there that have suffered with trauma bonding, you have made it past the unhealthy relationship and are trying to live your life now, but still feel stuck, trapped like a prisoner. And I'll tell you why. So before, when you felt stuck and powerless in the relationship, you tried to make the best of it, remembering and focusing on the good times or the honeymoon phase that was you being you while dealing with an unhealthy relationship. So just understand that. So the first thing I had said was that you feel powerless and that you're focusing on the good times, but that was just you being you and trying to deal with the unhealthy relationship and trying to be optimistic. But now what you're left with is that you are blaming yourself for the relationship ending and the powerlessness you felt is now making you upset because you were not appreciated or cared about even though you gave so much and you lost so much. So that was you before and this is what you're left with. And this is what I want to talk about because this is you being a survivor coming out of the bad relationship and you saying to yourself, I don't understand why I can't move past where I am. So I'm just going to try to explain this the best way I can. So before, deep down, there were moments you didn't even know if you liked or trusted the other person, but you felt like you couldn't leave or just didn't leave. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now you find yourself with trust issues and questioning everything. You are left with questions about your self-worth. So that's why you have trouble having new relationships because you don't even feel good about you. And if you're questioning everything, you're going to question everything another person does. So many times that's why relationships fail. Before you were believing that the relationship was complex and involved a promise, right? All the promises, I promise I'll get better. I'm, I promise things will get better. And in your mind, maybe the other person didn't say those things, but in your mind, you were believing a promise was going to happen where things were going to get better. But now you can't believe what people are telling you because you were lied to for so long. Again, trust issues consume your world. You can't trust anybody because you were lied to for so long and you wanted to believe them and you actually believed in your mind that things were going to get better, but they didn't. So now when you have a new relationship or you're in a new 
job, let's say, or you're you're with a new group of friends, maybe you said, I'm done with all those people, I'm done with that partner, and I'm going to start fresh, but you can't trust what anybody says, and that's going to ruin your new relationships. Okay, you're still with me? All right, so before you knew you were sometimes in an abusive relationship, you knew the person was sometimes being abusive, whether it was verbally or physically or emotionally or financially, but you focused on the good in them or you thought you could somehow change them so they wouldn't be so emotionally or physically abusive. But now that you are not activated on a daily basis anymore, you can see that none of that was going to happen and you feel let down and angry at yourself for minimizing the abuse. And I'm sure that resonates with a lot of you. So again, you're now not in the abusive relationship. You can think a little bit more clearly. You're not activated all the time. So now that you can see that none of that was going to happen, and now you feel let down and angry at yourself because you thought, why would I have ever let this happen? And why did I minimize how terrible it was? Now, before your family and friends had advised you to leave But you stayed anyway, and you found yourself defending the relationship when others criticized it. But now, because of that, you feel alone because you feel as though your family and friends won't support you anymore because they warned you and they gave you chances. And now you, and and likely they will still support you, but now you feel like they won't support you anymore because you feel like you burned all your bridges. And now that you see, the truth and you see what what's happening now and your feelings are more in line you just think well i can't go back to my family and friends because now they're going to be like oh here she goes again trying this again and expecting us to be there for her but we tried to tell her before and she's probably just never going to listen so that leaves you feeling pretty powerless and pretty alone and even if you you don't think that way anymore and you you really feel like you're going to change you also feel like people don't want to help you. But again, that is just a story you're telling yourself and you can't know what another person is thinking or feeling unless they've told you or you've asked them. Then before, and this is the last thing, you had tried to leave, but you felt physically ill at the thought of it or like you were going to die or that your life would be destroyed and over. But now You are afraid to take chances because fear is consuming you and your thoughts. Does that sound about relevant? Fear is consuming you because you feel like you're going to die. So what do we do about this? Some of the things that come up for me when I think about this is you are in control of you. And your past does not control you. That's the first thing I want you to understand. Your past does not control you. You are in control of everything. And with some coaching, you can move past a lot of this stuff. You have to heal the wound. You know, finding the root cause is one thing. Obviously, you know what it is. The root cause of this is the relationship. But before that, there was a root cause as to why you ended up in this relationship. Maybe you had some insecurities or whatever, but moving past where you're at and moving past this trauma bonding and 
you know, feeling like you're stuck and trapped like a prisoner, there's so many things that you can do. If you're stuck in a space, like somebody had said that they were in living somewhere that they felt like they, they had so many bad memories and it haunts them every day. And so there's a few things you can do. If you can't physically move out of there, you have to replace. So what I said was before, all of this has happened because of experiences and it'll take disconfirming experiences to help turn it around. And so what you need to do is try to create new experiences if you're in the same old space. You're in the same space as you were, but you have to create some new experiences. So maybe you get rid of some of the things that are in your home that are causing negative feelings. Maybe you, you paint everything, or maybe you get rid of the pieces of furniture that that don't serve you anymore, or that just keep bringing back bad memories, and then replace them with something new. And then create a new experience around that thing. Or if you can afford to leave, just find a new space to live in. Um, maybe you're feeling trapped with your emotions because you just feel like the people that you were with were the reason. Now, we can't keep blaming everything around us for our misery. Yes, it was an experience that happened, and it does feel better to blame someone for how you feel, but that doesn't get you to where you want to be. That won't move you forward into the life that you want. So putting it behind you, I know some people will say, well, that's easier said than done, Karen. How do you just put it behind you when every morning you wake up and you feel nothing but misery? You feel nothing but anxiety. You wake up feeling anxious. But having something to look forward to in your day helps you to move past it. You need to wake up and say, what am I going to do today that's going to make me feel happy and energized? That is the goal. Having purpose in your life is the thing that I talk about. So just say your every day is gloom and doom. You, you're doing the same things that you did before. You haven't changed anything. You're staring at the same old things that brought you negative energy. You're unable to move from that space. So maybe you don't want to change anything within your actual physical home, but maybe you need to change your experiences. So maybe you need to find something to do that will bring you joy, whatever that is. I have named so many, you know, help working out in an animal shelter, helping the elderly, maybe working with children, maybe volunteering in some capacity, doing something that makes you feel good. Maybe it's just about you going back to doing the things that you used to love to do that didn't have a negative memory attached to it. Maybe it was just taking long walks or sitting on the beach, which is what I used to like to do. When I was stressed out, I would just go to the beach and grab a blanket, sit and stare at the water and clear my head. That is what I used to do. It could be something as simple as that, or it could be something that involves you interacting with other people, which is always a good thing. I feel like you're not an island and you can't do it alone and you need co-regulation, which means co with others. Self-regulation doesn't really work these days. Self-help isn't really helpful because you can't do it alone and you don't want to be by yourself. You want to be with others, but with others that are lifting you up and supporting you and nurturing you. So if you're volunteering somewhere here and where we live, there is something called Food Link. And it's where a food truck comes and provides free food to people. And I used to volunteer for them. And so watching people be so happy 
about getting something that they are lacking in their life brought me a lot of joy. They loved it. They felt so good afterward. They didn't have to spend money they didn't have and they could feed their family. Things like that will bring you joy. And if you have something like that to look forward to, your life will improve exponentially. So if you want to learn more about this or you want some coaching from me, just get on my Facebook, or I'm sorry, I say this all the time, get on my webpage, karenmessina.com and sign up for your free mini session where I would be honored to talk to you for 15 to 30 minutes and hear about what it is that you want for your life, what you'd like to change for the better. And if nothing else, I could help you feel better in that moment. So I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I hope to hear from you soon. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.